baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Tim, sorry about that. We uh, were having a bit of a technical problem. Welcome. Always great to have you here today. And I need something fun to watch because I'm planning this weekend. We're planning the movie marathon that is Killers of the Flower Moon. And I heard it's a little depressing. It's a little bit long. It's a little depressing. So I'm hoping that this weekend um, you can also give me some some comic relief or at least a little <laughs> lightheartedness. Uh, well, what do you I'm have? Not sure. I'm not sure with the two films that I want to talk about to start things off. I don't know if the, either of those are going to fit that bill, Jordana. I mean, as I mentioned earlier this week with the Oscar nominations, obviously there are smaller films where people are wondering, huh, where'd they come from, right? One of them is Poor Things, which is high profile because Emma Stone mm-hmm. is in it. Uh, It's a Frankenstein-like movie, but then it gets really, really bizarre. Um, Let's hear a little bit of the trailer. Do you have that for us, Josh? Uh, Poor thing, sorry. Yeah, poor thing. Yeah, poor thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't get it. I know it's sort of like a Frankenstein kind of thing. There were some funny lines. Uh, Punching a baby is kind of funny. But, I mean, (laughs) what's the story? Should I waste my time? Uh, you know what? All the critics will tell you yes. Even the Academy mm. voters will tell you yes. I will tell you no. Thank you. Um, this maybe, is why we love uh, you. Uh, well, I'm just a dopey movie guy, right? I'm <laughs> not going to pretend to be smart here. Apparently they know things that I don't. But, you know, whatever. I said in Victoria-era London, Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. is this mad scientist character. He re- reanimates the corpse of Bella, played by Emma Stone. Uh, by inserting in her head the brain of a deceased infant. Okay, that's weird off the bat, mm. right? Okay, um, so she behaves like a child at first, but her brain rapidly develops, eventually into a woman who experiences the sexual awakening. Oh, okay, boy. this is where we get explicit nudity, explicit sex scenes with Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo, who plays this sleazy uh, counsel for um, for for uh, Willem Dafoe's character, and he says, "Hey, let's run off and and tour the world and go on these sex capades together," which they do. But her brain continues to develop, and eventually, it's like, "I don't want this loser in my life." So she embarks on mm-hmm. her own bizarre path to find her own true identity. So I'm just again shocked at the level. Uh, it, it's it's depraved lunacy, Jordana. Oh God! Okay, not watching. <laughs> it's perverted. It's it's debauchery. It's crazy. It's bonkers. And again, I how 
how the industry and critics embrace this sort of stuff, it's beyond me. Now, I'm not approved, okay? But Emma Stone, what's her deal with feeling the need to bear everything? Oh, really? Yeah, she has taken on some really weird projects. That, and there's a movie or show called The Curse on Showtime and Paramount Plus, which is equally bizarre, although not as explicit. And and it's like, God, I guess, she, you know, she's willing to risk it all for her movies. And apparently it's paid off because she got nominated for Best Actress for this role. All right. So I'm just going to agree with myself that I'm just not going to see this one. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to spend my time on other things. And maybe it's your next one. This is apparently like an independent film called Court Jester. Josh, let's hear a little bit of that one. Tim, I feel like we're watching uh, Stuart Smalley on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> you're, you're good enough. Yeah, you're well, smart they, enough. They had the, the same sort of approach is this is actually a short film that is available to stream for free on uh, YouTube. You can get it. And it's Pauly Shore, Mr. Encino Man himself. Yeah, uh, I like Or maybe Shore. he didn't play Encino. You know who Pauly Shore is. Yeah. Of course. He's playing course. Richard Simmons in this. <gasps> So the big story is this week is that, okay, uh, Richard's not on board with this. I never authorized this. I just want to be retired. Leave me alone. And maybe he was afraid of of, of, of maybe being ridiculed or whatever because people have ridiculed the guy in the past. But the truth of the matter is if you've ever seen him with uh, talk and, and, and console somebody with weight issues like he has publicly, you know, we've seen it on TV or whatever, he is quite an incredible individual. And that's what you've got with mm-hmm. that little clip there. This 10-minute mm-hmm. short film, essentially what Paulie Shore wants to do is he wants to make a full-length biopic on Richard Simmons. And I mm-hmm. think this is a great way of going about it. you got a 10-minute short film that could play like an extended scene from this film mm-hmm. that shows the true compassion and heart of Richard Simmons. And he sounds more like Paulie Shore than he does Richard at this point. But he certainly got the moves. He has the essence of Richard down. I think this could work if it is indeed made into a full-length film. What's the story with Richard Simmons? Remember a few years back, there were mm-hmm. rumors, and I, I say they're rumors, you know, it's gossip, that he was being held captive by his housekeeper or his manager because he hadn't been seen in public for years. Do you know the right. story? Uh, well, um, apparently he is, you know, he claims he is not being held against his will. Again, he wants to be left alone. He says he doesn't have a manager. He doesn't have a publisher, publicist or whatever. But mm-hmm. as we all know, and I don't want to, because again, there are always claims and whether it's true or not, we don't know. But there have been actors in the past that have been, you know, allegedly subject to the same sort of thing where they mm-hmm. get somebody involved that takes over their lives, their business dealings. And before you know Spears. it, yeah, they, they feel like they're captives. Yeah, yeah, that's a great example. That's a great example of that. Um, so that's as much as I know. I think right now, you know, this movie would move forward, a full-length feature, as long as it got Richard Simmons his stamp of approval. And hopefully he will, mm-hmm. because I really do, I think it does show the true heart of this guy. And amazingly, you think about a guy like Pauly Shore, who's really been non-existent in pictures for decades, it kind of shows the guy can act. You know, Uh, again, it's not a perfect uh, little snippet of Richard Simmons life in here that he's portraying, Mm -hmm. but I think he definitely has what it takes to make it something. 
By the way, I'm looking at a picture. I Googled it as we were talking about it, the court jester. I mean, Pauly Shore really looks like him, even physically. You know, I know yeah. he's got the, you said his essence, but he, they've done a really good job with the wig and even the makeup. He does look like him in this film. So I'm willing to believe that. And I yeah. would love to hear more about the Richard Simmons story because he was such a powerful figure and a weight yeah. loss figure, you know, even in the pre-Oprah days. Yeah, exactly. And you really do mm-hmm. get that sense of how much of a caring individual he is. Pauly Shore, by the way, yes. has been told in the past, you look like Richard Simmons to the point oh. where he says, let's kind of let's come up with something here. Mm-hmm. And they did. Mm-hmm. And again, check out the short film 10 minutes long. It's on YouTube. Stream it for free. And I think you'll be amazed at what he puts together in 10 minutes. Again, it's not perfect, but I mm-hmm. think it has so much potential. Someone texted in. Don't watch that Emma Stone thing uh, with your kids. <laughs> She's no. phenomenal, no, no, but no, they no. say do yeah, don't watch it with your kids. So okay, excellent. I will not watch any Emma Stone with my kids. Before I let you go, Tim, I want to ask you about this fun surprise visit from Timothy Chalamet, who visited Hibbing High School's drama department yesterday. Oh. At- as he was on his way through the region. Did you know anything about this? Did you, in your circles, did you no, guys get any no, heads I, up? I, I did not know about that specific visit, but I do know that James Mangold, who directed the last Indiana Jones film, is directing a movie about the young Bob Dylan. And Timothy yes, Chalamet yes. is mm-hmm. playing Bob Dylan in his upcoming biopic. And uh, it doesn't surprise me that he would visit Hibbing to kind of get into the headspace of, or, you know, try to capture the essence of who Dylan was and where he came up, you know, where he's from, et cetera. So, no, that's pretty cool, though, that he does that and and to show up like that because he he is very popular amongst the demographic. There's no question about that. Oh, my gosh. My girls are in love with him, Uh, absolutely in love with him. I said I would have freaked out had one of my icons walked into, you know, theater practice after school. Yeah. I don't know if it was an announced visit or not, but tell me a little bit more. Do you know anything more about the Bob Dylan biopic? Is it Dylan stamp of approved? Uh, I think it is. I, I'd have to okay. look into that. I just know that mm-hmm. um, uh, Edward Norton signed on to play Pete Seeger. So oh, wow. it is, you know, yeah, right. So it, it's going to be a, a pretty high profile deal. Um, whether he's actually going to attempt to do Dylan's voice. I mean, as we know, sometimes you get people uh, to, to sub for Freddie Mercury's voice like they did for Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, but I, I, I tell you what, Timothy Chalamet showed that he could sing in the recent movie Wonka, which I really liked a lot. So mm-hmm. I, liked uh, it too. I don't know if your girls have seen that yet. It's the Willy Wonka prequel movie. Uh, so, yes, we, we all went. Can sound a few like weekends Bob ago. is a different question. We went a few weekends ago because one of my favorite movies growing up was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is, you know, Willy Wonka. And I loved, loved, loved that movie. And this was the prequel to it. It was a little out there and very magical, which I guess it was supposed to be. Timothy Chalamet did a great job. And that was a fun movie to watch. So we all enjoyed Wonka. And Timothy is he's the real deal. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, I, I will say at first I thought, ah, kind of overrated, but I changed my mind with mm-hmm. Wonka. I thought, yeah, this guy's a talented performer. 
Are there any, before I let you go, are there any, because I need a new TV show. Mark is thoroughly depressed with all of the stuff that we're watching. Uh, any fun ones, any Ted Lassos, any shrinking, any fun uh, TV shows you can recommend? Well, you know, not fun in the way that you would expect, but I know you like murder mysteries. Yeah, we and do. you like to try, you know, you rack your brain to figure out who is what. There's a great streaming show on Netflix now called Fool Me Once. Um, mm. You're not going to know any of the actors, really, but Harlan Corbin mm -hmm. has done, he's a British author, and he's done uh, films for Netflix, and one's called The Stranger, which is a great murder mystery. Fool Me Once is the same thing, where a woman, uh, ex-British Special Forces, she has a tragic past with the military. Now she's dealing with the loss of her husband, who was murdered, and as it turns out, her sister, who was murdered not long before that, uh, the, the the husband and the sister were murdered with the same gun. So mm. it's, it's one of these things where you have to unravel it. So it's not a feel-good movie, Jordana, but I will say I know as somebody that likes murder mysteries, it's, it's fun to watch a, a show like this where you think you have it figured out, but you don't. And that's how well made this is. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, of course, to Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant for your visit here. Uh, Tim, great suggestions, and we'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a great weekend, Jordana. You're the best. Thank you. And Tim hit the nail on the head with that one because the RRG spit out Fool Me Once a few weeks back, and I did watch the first episode, and it was interesting. So I will. It was a little heavy. Like I said, I was looking for something light, but I that is a good show. And I will revisit that this weekend. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.